There is no escape. Do not make me destroy you. You do not yet realize your importance, dear listener. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I'll complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to Spotify. I'll never subscribe to you. If you only knew the power of the subscribe button, Ian never told you what happened to Austin. He told me enough. He told me it was you who kicked him. No. I am Austin. No. No. That's not true. That's impossible. Wait. Wait a minute. I don't remember that scene. Anyway, last time on the Cross-Platform Podcast, the squad talked about the popular conspiracy theories. Now the squad has a new task. They've been sent on a mission to spread the word about Star Wars Episodes 4 through 6. What's poppin', peeps? It's me, Ian again. I'm here with Daniel. What's good, everybody? Jamil. Yo, yo. And Austin. I have a bad feeling about this. And as you can tell, again, we're talking about episodes start 4 through 6 from Star Wars, aka the OG trilogy, the original, the good stuff. Mm, well, delicious. I mean, it's all of the good, but anyway. Um, hope everyone most, had a wonderful things. day spending time with their mothers. Shout out to all the moms. We love y'all very much. We'll be here. I love you, mom! Literally. <laughs> much love. Thanks, mom! Love you, Mom. Thanks, Mom, for everything, including my existence. Thanks for giving me Wouldn't life. Be here without you. Literally. Literally. <laughs> without you. <laughs> Love you guys. Um, but the first matter for us today, for the night, we're gonna be talking about our thoughts about Episode Four. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start off. So I think the New Hope was an alright movie for a start, at least. It uh, did a definitely a good job at introducing a good chunk of the characters. You know, we get to see Luke, um, Obi-Wan, Leia, Darth Vader, all the stuff, all, all the good characters. Um, and didn't give them, like, a bunch of depth, but allowed them to have development throughout, you know, for the future, essentially. Uh, the scene... In the beginning of the movie, where they uh, board the ship, was pretty cool. Uh, I like that a lot. I also love the scene where the Jawas, <laughs> the Jawas were stealing R two D two. What These little short little what things. What <laughs> Jamie? What Jamie? I freaking love those things. I love They're the Jawas. The, the little noises they make. Oh my gosh, dude. What a, what a great little thing they had in this, or just had to have. It's funny. So uh, that's that's my thoughts. I think it, it, overall it was it was just okay. It wasn't like the you know superb, but it was okay. How about you, Austin? Uh, what, what do you think? See, episode four was one of those movies that I sat down and went, okay, you know, this is a good like start. It's a very good start. In my opinion, in in my honest opinion, it was a kind of bland a little bit. Uh, I know there's some parts where I kind of had my thoughts going elsewhere just because there were some parts that was a little bland. But every part of the movie was important just because, you know, there's just there's a lot of story going on there. Um, if you guys just like a good uh, fun fact for you guys, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the original Star Wars name was called Adventures of Luke Starkiller as taken from the Journal of the Wills Saga 1, The Star Wars. That was the whole no, movie name. No, thank you. Too long. No, thank yeah, you. Uh, imagine trying to read that <laughs> off every time the Star Wars intro appeared. And, and Starkiller. Uh, Adventures of Luke Star Starkiller as taken from the Journal of the Wills Saga 1, Star Wars. Oh, man. Luke, Star Luke Starkiller has <laughs> taken from the blah, blah, is my favorite movie. I can't even say it. That I can't even say it. That's, yeah, that, that's how bad it is. That's pretty much how that would... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how that went down. But then he moved it down to the Star Wars, and then George Lucas made it finally Star Wars. Uh, I really don't really know. It, it was actually a long time before they, he actually named it Star Wars A New Hope. 
it wasn't even called Star Wars A New Hope. It was called just Star Wars. Uh, I think it was called A New Hope when... Was it when the prequel movies were coming out? Surprisingly? Or was it when Revenge of the... Uh, not Revenge. Did the original uh, cut have the introduction? Like uh, what? Like the original cut of uh, New Hope of episode oh, four. Oh, with, with the... Uh, because like the, it, the title it, scroll, like the crawl screen? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the, in that case, the, then it would have been uh, called A New Hope, I, I think. I no, think... they actually edited in A New Hope. Yeah. Did they call it like A New Hope and named it episode four after the trilogy came out? Or like the prequels? Was it kind of no, like that? No, this is called the Star Wars. No, it was called Star just Star Wars. And then like <laughs> when, uh, what was the last movie called? Return of the Jedi? I think when that one came out, then they called it A New Hope or something like that. I can't remember on the top of my head. Okay. But that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think, uh, I think episode four uh has honestly a lot of very iconic scenes to it like the beginning part uh like where you know where the ship's being boarded and uh you know leia having the message from you know when r2 shares it to luke and ben like even people who have not watched star wars make references to star wars and yeah. they have no idea like the like, hey that's from star wars <laughs> I know there was someone who made a bunch of Star Wars reference, and I'm like, oh, you watch Star Wars? And they're like, what's a Star Wars? And I'm like, what's a Star Wars? What's a Star Wars? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, But honestly, I think Star Wars, I think the A New Hope was honestly very impressive for 1977 with all the different effects and everything that they had going on. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the the speeder, like the sand speeder that uh, Obi-Wan and Luke was riding, it was actually a car, but it had mirrors on the bottom of it. So it hid the tires. So it made Yo, it look like it was floating. That's so cool. That's pretty funny. Which, when I learned about that's that, so cool. I was like, whoa, what? Wait, so the whole... So the car had a mirror on the bottom? Yes. And the tires were... Covered by the... Covered yeah. by the mirror? Yes. Huh. That, that is pretty that's cool. One way to do it. Right? That should be that should be designed nowadays for cars. That way you don't even need to have people ask. It's just the illusion. Like how the hoverboard is an illusion for an actual hoverboard. Everything's an illusion oh, nowadays. That's not even a hoverboard. It's not even a hoverboard. <laughs> I am an illusion. I am an illusion. I use the force <laughs> to become an illusion. illusion. But so and I think one of the most interesting scenes that I well, after, you know, watching Star Wars, like the Clone Wars and every other little like part-time show for it um it was i thought it was very interesting when obi-wan was when they you know obi-wan and luke were first talking and he was talking to him about you know his father a little bit and he's like yeah i served your father in the clone wars and it was like what the heck is the clone wars like i don't Uh, know what is the clone wars and now there's like a whole series behind it and it's almost like like he having like a, a pushback, like a, a flashback that never that, that didn't even exist, and now is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Damn, that's impressive. That's super cool. Right now, uh, Daniel, what did what did you think about of uh, a new hope? You know, um, I think we all kind of share a similar thought that like the new hope, it wasn't the best movie out of all of them, but it certainly was a really good one. Uh, the thing I loved about it is just how it starts everything. Like, it shows Vader as, like, this huge, huge threat and how scary he is. Like, the simple, like the simplicity of Luke and um, how, like, his origins and where he started as, like, a simple moisture farmer and became... Moisture <laughs> farmer. Moisture farmer and became, like, the savior of the galaxy. And uh, it also shows uh, how badass Han and Chewie really are. And yes, it's just, sir. as the movies go on, it shows just how badass they really are. But I think one of the coolest things was um, seeing Leia be like that, uh, the opposite of the typical women gender role that uh, was mostly put on, mostly put on women back in like the 70s, which uh, her being that like really strong, independent type, she's like, I'm not mm-hmm. a princess that needs to be saved. I'm the one that's going to be saving everyone else. And, yeah, yeah, what else am I gonna save? My planet blew up. <laughs> exactly, like, a, it wasn't. Yeah, Leia was a, was a badass. Oh yeah, it wasn't that common back then. Damsels in distress. 
Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but like that's more of like a common trope that you see nowadays, which is awesome. I love seeing it because like, especially um, this isn't about <laughs> this isn't about Star Wars, but uh, that scene in Endgame where uh, all of the female characters kind of get together and charge forward. That kind of gives me that kind of a vibe, if that makes sense. But um, aren't you a little bit short to be a stormtrooper? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I love that part. But um, I also love seeing the uh, the Death Star and just how insane the power was, and it was oh, it was so cool, like seeing it blow up. Uh, was it Coruscant? Is that right? No, Alderaan. What's Oof. Coruscant? <laughs> What's Coruscant's Coruscant? the capital of the Republic. <laughs> oh, that's... that's, that's yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> just one of the many planets that gets blown up later. I mean, yeah, it gets blown up eventually. But, uh, seeing, I'm sorry, uh, seeing I it blow up, later. <laughs> seeing it blow up Alderaan, uh, it, it was sad for the characters, but it was super cool. And then, like, later on, watching the Death Star blow up in the same way, it was super cool. But, um... Speaking of that, like, explosion, I love seeing it, like, in the original way it was, because of just how how cheesy it was. Like, Austin was talking oh, about yeah. with the uh, the tires and, like, the mirrors and all that. It was just so cheesy. <laughs> I I love it. But uh, but overall, I, I just love seeing, like, the origins of the characters. And, like, watching this movie gets me excited on, like, what will happen next. Because, like, I... I I obviously know what happens next, but like if I was a kid in the seventies, I would be peeing my pants of how excited I was to go see like the next Star Wars movie. And it's I don't think it's just, I don't think the next one was hinted though. I don't think no. it was hinted, but like I wanted more. I think everyone lost their minds when there was another Star Wars movie coming out. They're like, whoa. They're like, yes, sir, yes, sir. Exactly. It's the best. <laughs> Before but, that um, existed. But enough about my thoughts. Jamil, uh, what did you think of episode four? Oh, okay. So I guess I'd first like to start off by saying that I like the visuals. And as weird as that sounds, I mean, this movie came out in 1977. And its visuals, for the most part, still hold up today. Now, I know it was redone a number of times. So the original probably doesn't look quite as good. But I don't... Besides a few things in the later movies, I don't think the changes were that crazy. Like a major, major one that I don't think was altered too much was the beginning uh, with the Imperial Star Destroyer. Because they used props for that, like small props. And yet it looks so, it looks good. So real, so space. It's just, all the visuals in general for the time are, are pretty good and... Uh, I just like how, I guess it gives it that classic movie vibe, which fits kind of the whole tone of the movie. It's a simple action adventure movie if you just look at it on its own merits and not with any of the rest of Star Wars involved. I mean, like the scene with when the, with them trying to get the droids back from the Jawas, that was, that was funny. And the, I can't, of course, uh, dismiss the rescue scene, which was a, major part of the ending so that that but a rescue scene like that is almost like a common adventure thing like it the whole movie kind of follows that you know you set up a villain you get this new hero he goes on a mission to save a princess and then at least for that movie that's the end it's, and then the princess pretty, saves everyone and then the, yeah, princess, the princess saves, saves everybody, everybody. Exactly. and that's the that's where they trip you up but it's simple it's not as like, if I compare it to the prequel films, it's not as complicated. I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, okay, wait, so he's the Senate, and then that person's on... <laughs> he's the Senate? <laughs> he's the Senate. So he's the Senate. The wait, Senate? Who, wait, who the heck is Darth Plagueis the Wise? I don't know who that is. What What do you mean? What do you mean politics? I don't... You know, it's not complicated. I go to these movies and to avoid politics, not watch more politics. Not watch more politics. <laughs> Listen, I'd rather listen to space politics than our own politics. Yo, space politics <laughs> would be how is, sick. That would be so cool. How is space politics both more ridiculous and less ridiculous than the politics we have now? Touche. Touche. Now, I guess on top of all that, I mean, Vader being the main villain in this movie, 
all of the movies, uh, all of the original trilogy, but you especially get a good introduction here. And I think they did a good job introducing him in the first scene. I mean, he just destroys all these people with laser rifles. Yeah, laser rifles is already cool enough, but then a guy just decimates people with them? Oh, that oh, okay. Who's now this guy? Right, we're dealing with. Who's they? Can we acknowledge the music that plays? Like the dark. Like is it? I think it's just the Empire's theme. The da 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 da. Yeah, it's so. That's like it's so like. It's cheesy. Is that the word? It's but it's so fitting. Awesome. It's like so awesome and iconic, and I love it. It's like um also Duel of the Fates from the yeah. It's, it's got that kind of a vibe. But like, it's just so fit. It's so it's fitting because it's it's like a it's like a song that's a basic, uh, oh, strong army, strong empire kind of song. Like that's the motif I think they're going for, and it just kind of fits given how simple the movie is and how little we know about the empire, at least in the first movie, and also. Uh, the Death Star, while it was still around, was probably very terrifying. I think the movie kind of, I, I guess, downplays it. I mean, I know Leia reacts, but damn. Oh my goodness. A, a giant laser that can blow up a whole planet and it's the oh, yeah, size of like, not even a moon. I feel like her reaction It's all powered really... by kyber crystals? Oh, it was. I forgot yeah, about what, that. So technically, like the Death Star by... is just a big lightsaber. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> well, I hate that so just much. put an image in my mind, you know, like the thousand degree knife stuff. We'll just put a lightsaber okay. oh, there and right, play right. it. 9,000 degree lightsaber. 9,000 degree lightsaber, degree lightsaber versus Alderaan. <laughs> <Alderaan. laughs> I hate that so much. I hate that so much. But yeah, I mean, for a movie made back in 1977, it's so... I, iconic and i can respect respect it for that it's sometimes uh a little bit basic and certain things don't make sense i know we kind of uh i think we went over this before uh we started but the whole thing with luke shooting one laser or whatever he shot into the death star and then it just goes straight to the core that goes two bullets. I, I understand the reason for that like you explained to me that that a person was able to who was secretly like a rebel, I think you said, uh, designed it that way without anybody knowing. Yes. But, but still, I mean, the odd, even with that, even if he designed the whole that way, it, I guess you just need one of those deus ex machina moments. <laughs> well, the that's movie, the whole Luke thing of, there. you know, the force favoring the rebels. So, yeah, it was essentially Luke using the Force to be able to oh, make a direct. Uh, I think it was also uh, right. Like that. It. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but that like design was uh, was kind of referenced and really shown more in the movie Rogue One, which is kind of like the story before the story. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Rogue One is like a yes. small little story that tells how the rebels got the plans of the Death Star and all that, and it shows. Uh, how the the person who helped make the Death Star, like, the plans for it, he made that little hole so the Rebels would, like, kind of find it and be like, oh, that's the weak spot. Right. And then that, so, that awesome ba- uh, hallway scene with Vader, and he's like, you guys messed up. <laughs> you guys done messed up. You done screwed oh up my now. Gosh. Before, and, like, I like the little, I guess this kind of is one other thing, is how this more is to George Lucas because the prequels did come out after the original trilogy, but I like how certain things in the original set up well into the prequel films. Uh, for example, when Darth Vader says hits at uh, Obi-Wan being his master and how yes. you can see that in the prequel films. Uh, the Clone Wars reference as Austin mentioned earlier. So I think overall it's, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, I, I don't really... I don't know if there's really anything I could say gives it like age other than its visuals. Like that is the one thing, I guess, even though the visuals are impressive when you compare it to later films, of course, you're going to notice that one's older, even with all of the redoing they did with the visuals, The cheese. but but that's not really a complaint. (laughs) That's more of just a sign of the times that they still did a good job. 
so yeah that's that's kind of what i think amazing uh truly <laughs> Truly amazing. Wow, Jamil. Good opinion. All right, Good next opinion. One. Nice job, Jamil. <laughs> now, wow, a few but... years later, then they came out with the, in my opinion, the best movie of the three original movies. I think we could all The Empire Strikes agree. Back. Sorry. Well, yeah. The Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion, is the best out of the three movies. I'm not really sure why. Um, now, of course, one of my favorites is that I love, absolutely love the fanfare, like the, you know, the Star Wars theme for Empire Strikes Strikes Back. Wow. Uh, it's very, it's it's a bigger, like, (laughs) I start to bite. (laughs) It's a a better, um, because as you guys know, not all Star Wars music or fan, you know, the fanfare or whatever is the same. It's all different across all the movies. Especially even the the sequel movies too, they're all different. Damn. But I love the fact that you get the the sense of the empire. Just you know, they've like they've reigned. Like they're they're essentially they they've took struck over back, everything. bro. They struck they, they, they here, strike back. They here. Man, they, they do here strike back. Uh oh. One of my favorite things of uh the empire strikes back is you can see how powerful the empire is like one of the like sides of just them taking over everything like they're they're really knocking like the rebels back and everything like that now of course i had a little flag you know watching you know the battle on hoth or whatever just kind of waving the little flag because uh i'm empire all the way yes, i don't sir. care who says what empire all the way they're the best i i just love the you freaking empire you like it because anakin's it. on it Okay, listen here, pal. Let's fight. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I just think. Uh, no, not really. No, really exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely love the scene when uh, Luke goes to uh, Dagobah to try to find Yoda. <laughs> we were kind of talking about this a little bit, but uh, you know, Luke's uh, plane crashed into the swamp, and you know, they uh, Luke set a little like a camp, and R two is like. <laughs> screaming because <laughs> Yoda is trying to take something and then he's smacking him with his cane. He's like, no, take me back. Stupid droid. <laughs> Stupid droid. And of course droid. Yoda's like, uh, R2. R- uh, R2, bro. But, and then of course we cannot forget the, you know, in my opinion, and anybody who's listening can tell me otherwise, and I will not say yes. One of the biggest twists in movie history. No, I am your father. Now, nah, bro, lies. That's him. Like Possible. it was so. It was so kept from everyone that even the cast members didn't even know until post production. Yeah. Like during that, that scene, is... that's when they found out. How? And that was a genuine reaction from uh, Mark Hamill. Uh. He, remember, he he spoke about it. Yeah, like that. No, I am your father. But I just no. That's one of the impossible. big things. No, it's impossible. There's, it's not true. Ah. Yep. I just think <laughs> it's, 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 it's one of the. Austin it's, 2020. Austin 2020. Austin 2020. Wait, 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 you said it was your favorite movie of all time or favorite out of the original? Uh, favorite of the original. Oh, okay. Because, um, I, I guess I could I could say the same. Um, or at least it's definitely memorable, and it's the one which had the most scenes that I'd recognize. Like, I get uh, characters, too. I mean, Lando, uh, Han Solo, obviously. I, I don't think I can... I, I don't think I have to mention the stupid song... <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. I say Han Solo. stupid, not like bad stupid, but 
funny, stupid. Parody stupid. Parody <laughs> stupid. There <laughs> we go. Um, the Hoth scene I, I really liked. I, I remember as a kid I would, um, I, I had the Star Wars SNES game. I don't know if it came in like three different like cartridges for the three movies, but the one that I remember playing was this level in Hoth, and I remember riding... What the heck did they ride in, in Hoth? Like, oh, uh... Yeah, Tauntauns. No, the, uh... They're like no, 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 camel... No, the speeder yeah, dino, uh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, things? Yeah, Tauntauns. Yeah, Tauntauns. Tauntauns, For some reason, yeah. I thought you were talking about the, the snow speeders. Ah, uh, nah. That, that's not what I was talking about, but I remember being stuck on that part. Let's just say little Jamil was not good at playing a Star Wars video game. Only Mario. That's it. <laughs> Some Jedi you are. said you're good at playing any game. Some Jedi I am. That's right, Luke. You might be able to manipulate the Force, but can you beat Star Wars on the SNES? You didn't think the so. Didn't think so. <laughs> I can turn off the console and completely ignore but the story. I can turn off the console. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> um, A bit of a... I, I guess related to what I was saying, like Han Solo being introduced and just Han Solo in general is, is a very interesting character. I think he's like the, he, he's very sar sarcastic, which I guess is fitting given that he's like a wanted man just going around he's very cocky. doing whatever. He's very smuggling. cocky. That's, that's a better one. Smug and cocky. Yeah. Um, this good. I, this goes back step to episode four, but I remember him kind of being very, like, excuse me, princess, when they were stuck in that trash <laughs> compactor. Yeah. The compactor. Yeah. The trash compactor. And um, there was one scene in, in this movie, in episode five, uh, where they went inside that asteroid, but it wasn't just an asteroid. Oh, yeah. It was a thing. Yeah. That was I think really my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite scenes with, uh, with Han was when he was charging a couple uh, of stormtroopers and he opens up a door and there's like a bunch of them and he starts screeching back the other way <laughs> that scene was too. really good that is really how i mean though um we, you know we get to see luke's training and i think that's the scenes are pretty funny yoda's his character definitely feels quite different from the prequels like he's no longer just some old wise man who gives mostly good advice and talks funny uh but but he just is funny yeah, now boy gave up. Now he's an old man he, with mushrooms he, old man with he's probably smoking every single day he's there he's maybe mushrooms. that's what the swamp air is he's eating those mushrooms i am a head out <laughs> training luke mm, head out i will head out i will <laughs> lift your ship that you can't lift up because you're weak i will <laughs> 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 yeah that that grunt just, is that, just that's everything all we, need from we remember um and i like how how they go through luke's training i mean it's pretty incredible it, we'll talk about this when we get to the next episode uh but how luke is able to quickly kind of grasp the force even though he has like no confidence in himself like, he goes from Bro, training that you see on Dagobah in this episode, and then the next one, he, he he's like uber-tier. He can barely lift strength. a rock. And, and in the other movie, he's he, just kind of like, yo, the lightsaber. <laughs> just wrecking everyone's... And, of course, I can't forget talking about uh, the interaction between Vader and Luke in, in the scene where they're fighting. Uh, that that um, sudden reveal... Isn't that surprising now? Of course, because, you know, for me, it wasn't as surprising. I couldn't, I didn't really feel that, uh, given that one, I've already heard that scene a million times, even without watching the movies, but two, I watched the prequels first. So with, if you watch them in order, it's not shocking, but I'm sure for those that originally watched it, it was a shocking reveal. And I, I guess that's a, a fitting way to uh to to have them reveal that luke is about to fall his, his hand is chopped off great father by the way uh, <laughs> vader's the father of the year give him the father of the year <laughs> we'll talk about that on father's day uh, 
Father, Father Stay, good job. Here, Dad, I got you a present. Oh, boy, what is it? Wait, it's, why is there a hand in here? Remember? It's, just it's the hand. one you chopped off. Oh, my God. Oh, Luke, you shouldn't have. Seriously, you shouldn't have. No, really. No, really. Jokes that Now I'm actually gross. sad. Jokes on you, Dad. Sad, I'm Vader. not dead. <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> um, so, so that was... Um, that's probably one reason why the movie definitely sticks with a lot of people, including you, Austin. Is like uh, there's just so much uh, iconic scenes in it, and that reveals really, really strong. I think the fight was probably more interesting too, but I can't remember it fully um, because I remember the fight between um, Vader and Obi Wan in the first movie in Episode Four was not that crazy. Wasn't it more like just like they're playing with sticks? That's what it is. Yeah, that 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 explains the uh, the, the lightsaber fights. <laughs> yeah, but see, no, no, no. Okay, so the 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 fight in Episode Four was like two little kids just bashing bashing sticks together. The fights, the prequel films were like like two um professionally trained adults. samurais. <laughs> Professionally trained samurais just going at it, doing all these crazy moves. Spins and flips and kicks. Spins That's and flips. Stuff. They they pick up more on that in, in the later episodes, especially in episode six when Vader and Luke fight again. So good good movie. Uh zero out of ten, never watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh so so yeah, uh what what do you think, Ian? Um I have to agree with Austin. That is definitely the best out of the original trilogy. It's my favorite out of the original trilogy, and the 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 effects that they had for Hoth was just absolutely mind-boggling. Like I was so impressed of not just the whole Hoth battle was super Didn't duper impressive. Did they go to, I- actually go to really Iceland cool. for that? Was it Iceland? Um, I don't remember where they went. Right. Yeah, Greenland is the one that's covered in ice. So um, went to Greenland. Yeah, that's why the, the population lives on the Norway. edges. They went to Norway. Maybe I don't know. Phil, films were scenes were filmed in sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, Dude, that makes it even better. Holy cow! Like, For the ground battle scene, miniatures were used on a set that used microscopic glass bubbles and baking soda to mimic the snowy territory. That's so cool. Oh, that's cool. Hold up, that's actually yeah. awesome. That is cool. Hey, you yeah. guys want to uh, take a trip to Norway and go <laughs> to the original, like to the Star Wars? No, it's yeah, gonna be easier just to yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll go get our lightsabers we'll that we fight. don't have. We'll fight. Well, Austin does. I have. I we'll have fight a lightsaber. All right, but I but sub we gotta bring jackets. We Let's not extra. make the same mistake. Yeah, yeah we'll find a um, dead uh, camel, cut him open, just sleep inside of us. <laughs> oh no! Um, but uh, it'll be more sanitary with a lightsaber. True, but yeah, the half battle was was definitely my my favorite. Uh, the scene again, you know, the scene with oh, the the entire part with Yoda was pretty funny in general. Uh, mm. I I really did. Freaking <laughs> Yoda! I hate the puppet they use for Yoda. It is terrifying to look at. That's oh, gross. It's just it's oh, so great. Oh. It's it's good though. It's freaking amazing. Cheese. It's it would it's I guess it would, it kind of just actually represents what Yoda would look like because he's at three thousand years old at this point. Dang. Um, in the movie, could yeah, do less with a muppet. Okay, he's <laughs> two thousand. Oh, Yoda is my favorite puppet. But yeah, it, it was it was definitely worth it. Um, I think that was that was pretty much pretty much for episode five. I, I, I guess I really only mm-hmm. accurately remember Hoth because Hoth was like Hoth and uh, Dagobah was the only interesting stuff, uh, and that was just the beginning Honestly, of the movie. Though. But it was really like really the most interesting stuff about the movie. So uh, that's what, that's what made it really good in my heart uh so how about you daniel what do you, what do you think about five you know honestly uh i we're uh three three on three here uh it's it's my favorite out of the trilogy too mostly because uh not only of all the, the really badass scenes 
But the huge amount of character development that we get in just one movie is spectacular. You're like right. seeing Luke yeah, becoming true. Jedi, uh, Han and Leia like slowly falling in love. I thought that was super cute. Especially like they'll fight, but then they'll like make out and make up. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks guys, I guess. Yes. <laughs> but um <laughs> But the cool thing was uh if you watch it in like timeline order, like after episode <clears throat> three, you kind of see where Yoda went. And if you watch, I believe, The Clone Wars, they explain uh, how Yoda learned to become, like, a Force ghost. Is that what he learned on Dagobah? Yes, in the the Forgotten Season of Six. Okay, that's what I thought. He isn't good at Dagobah in the the season, but yeah. Oh, okay, well. But uh, I think the biggest thing uh, in this movie has to be the scene that we were talking about and the scene that we referenced earlier in the little script we have, or the little sketch that we have was whenever we found out that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. It was like, nowadays it's fairly common knowledge. It's like, Hey, it's Darth Vader. Luke, I am your father. It's, that's like the number oh, one. Wow. Did not see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, that's like the number one star Wars fact that everyone just kind of knows. But, like, back then, it was absolutely mind-blowing. Like Austin said, it was the most craziest uh, plot twist in all of cinema history. And it's I actually, still think it is. I still think it is, uh, yeah. If I c- could ask here, maybe to you, to the three of you, because as you guys know, I wasn't... I haven't really watched Star Wars as a kid, and I've only recently got into it because Austin had, had me watch the movies. Uh, did... Do you remember watching this as a kid and actually being surprised because yes. you didn't have enough knowledge? Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Okay. I definitely thought it was the coolest thing. I just remember going, "What?" <laughs> I remember, yeah, I was in full shock. I, I, I remember That's... like uh, like pulling up my parents' shirt and be like, "Whoa, what? The villain is the hero's dad? How is that possible?" I have to say, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's impossible. I was basically, no, that's, that's impossible. Um, yes. Everybody Search in the audience feet. during the, the premiere is just like, what? They're screaming. Like, collectively. Like but um, I think one of the, uh, another one of the coolest things that they have in that mm. movie is whenever they uh, freeze Han Solo in the carbonite. And... Uh, I don't know if it's just that creepy old movie thing, but it was just terrifying seeing uh, seeing him come out in that frozen, terrifying look. I and I can Ooh, see yeah. it now. It's just yeah, yeah. It's, it's terrifying. It's creepy. So I don't I don't know if you guys know this, but the reason George Lucas did that was because he didn't know if Harrison Ford wanted uh, was going to sign on for Return of the Jedi. So they froze him in carbonite. So if they wanted to kill him off or whatever, that's how they're going to do it. That's amazing. Damn. Yeah, just get this love relationship going and then, oh, what's this? Oh, he dead. Sorry, Leia, your lover's dead. Suck it up. He's not coming back. Sorry. But um, overall, uh, just like the, uh, the first movie, it was really, I was really on my toes throughout this one. Because like, uh, when I first watched it, I generally knew what was going to happen because I played the Lego games, like I said, in the episodes one through three. Go go watch that if you already haven't. Of course, yeah, why wouldn't yes. I? But, <laughs> sorry. But, um, it has me on my toes even though I know what's going to happen. It's it's so cool. And just like the uh, episode four, it gets me really excited to, like, watch episode six because we all know oh. that episode six is going to be a thing. It's like, well, there's an episode five you gotta have an episode six, but <laughs> but speaking of episode six, Jamil, what'd you think about that one? Good segue. Oh dang! Thank you. That was a good Thank segue. You, Thank you. <laughs> that what that was a good segue. All, our, um, all our claps for Daniel. So, <laughs> good, congratulations, you did it. I'm so proud. Uh, I liked. Uh, gosh, I'm saying I like for pretty much all these movies because I don't. You don't dislike any of them. You don't love the original Star Wars? (gasps) Oh, that's it, bro. You're dead. (laughs) I would get my lightsaber and stab you 
in the thorax, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I-, I liked ep- episode six. Like, uh, I don't. I guess it has a. There's a lot more. Um, it's interesting because yeah. uh yeah, yeah. I, i'm trying to get my thoughts together if you couldn't if you couldn't tell because uh that segue honestly threw me off a little you're bit. welcome but don't worry <laughs> but don't worry about it okay so what one thing about episode six is it's kind of i guess it's a good way to wrap up the original it's not at the end fully of you could call it the skywalker saga because what we know now that it doesn't end with the sequels that 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 is what finishes it up but it is a good ending for like darth vader for the characters that we've met so far um so i guess to start off from the from the beginning of the movie because i'll go in like order on what i liked uh jab of the hut that whole that whole sequence is really odd (laughs) odd but uh, but great um yeah it gave us a layer the the whole plan yeah, the yes, l- sir. Yeah, the yes, sir. Man, you, you, you know, you just know that that was a moment for a lot of kids. I'm sorry, that's, I had that's to. That's the fan service. That's just an awakening moment. That's that's what made boys <laughs> men. Wow. But, mommy. But um, it. But so, and then Luke, Luke, um, in that scene is probably what I like like the most. Like Leia makes the attempt there to try and be cool to do something cool uh fail spectacularly way to go we you know we start with the first movie her being awesome and, and badass and and now she just becomes quite literally a can i say st- stripper is that appropriate i guess you already said it, it now, now. <laughs> yeah it's already now yeah i guess there i guess we we're already there there we go but, okay oh, there then, is Luke... age rating sorry uh... kids <laughs> Sorry, Kit. Come on, it's it's fine. We're not saying anything more than that, and I, I'm sticking to the movie at least. And Luke is just in that scene. He's he's also probably the most badass a badass can be. Like he's a Jedi, but if the Jedi were actually had had like had those MLG morals. glasses, well, good mor- good morals. <laughs> I'll actually get into that in a little well, bit. MLG is good. MLG is good. Yes. Okay. These are just facts, Austin. I thought we knew this. Um, but him, like, just Jabba the Hutt trying to talk with him, and then he's just like, oh, okay, that's nice. And then he just kills him. <laughs> or, or, no, he doesn't kill him, but he gets he gets thrown into a dungeon, and then he just closes the door on that, what was it again? The Rancor. Are you talking about the Rancor? The Rancor, yes. No, he kills he kills Jabba after they all fall into that Sarlacc pit, right? How do you remember like, Sarlacc without Rancor? <laughs> don't like what? <laughs> How do I remember any of this? Is is the better question? Okay, here's something I remember. Uh, since we were already talking about Princess Leia, that whole scene also featured that like the dancing, if I'm not mistaken. You talking about the singers? The singers, yes. Yeah. That was really weird. But then again, I guess that makes sense because you in a sci-fi movie. Something that I guess yeah. wasn't I didn't mention is yeah, the sci-fi aspect, how the the movies featured a whole galaxy civilization. So of course you're going to see some weird aliens doing weird alien things, except the ones that play that music. That's normal. And, and very iconic. That is a very good song. Um so besides besides that scene um i think the movie does a good job wrapping up luke's arc and i I find it interesting because luke and this could also be because he he wasn't really in the same situation anakin was in in the prequels but he's really his mind's pretty strong to stay on like the good side of the force like you see that at the end when he doesn't give in to the dark side and doesn't kill vader but he really he he uses the force in like a less restricted way like the old jedi order i would say that only because like he's a little bit more aggressive and his outfit's also black 
I don't I don't know if that really means anything other than that's not what I would normally associate with kind of like I mean, defenders of the galaxy, um, you did know? You see more like Anakin's rebel. Robes? I was about to say Anakin's it, robes. Yeah, but black. weren't they more brown? No. Well, no, they, I mean, or no, wait, dark. They, but they got dark in the third movie. No, second. Yes. Yeah, they did. Right? No. I think uh, it, was it? No, Maybe it, was, it was closer to the end of the second third one. But because um, in the second one, he had that like brown shirt and the black uh, like coat thingy. It wasn't like a cape, yeah. but it was more like a tunic, a robe. like a robe, something like that. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like I guess it's fitting because he is the technically one of the last Jedi around or last trained Jedi. But I, I like his character a lot more and how he's able to just uh, have a lot of control over himself. I don't know if it's specified in the movie how long Luke was training for, but he must have been like really intense or something if he was able to have that much resistance. I mean, you just got told by your father and that, well, he's your father and he's on the dark side. <laughs> I'd probably be pretty angry at that point, yet he, and even though he almost gives into that anger, he, he doesn't. So I kind of like this, this, this almost like Jedi rebel kind yeah. of, uh, kind of a character to Luke. Uh, also the emperor, uh, he, he's, he's awesome. <laughs> like for being the main antagonist on for everything he's probably my favorite character in the entirety of star wars and a lot of that has to do with the prequels because <laughs> we all know i mean i we could just point to any random meme uh it, like with his voice which i think he he does pretty well keeping that in in this one like uh what was what was the name of, i don't remember the actor's name ian it was ian something Ian something. Ian something, yeah, my yeah. favorite actor. Um, no, dis no disrespect to him, but I, I actually Ian would like Mick to see, Dyerman. I'd have to look this up, what the original Emperor looked like before it was redone. Because the current Emperor we have now was also added in, like that whole scene was redone to fit the, the prequels uh, more. So I don't know how well the original actor would have stuck to his character but i really like how he's kind of this this playful menacing character like he knows he's strong he's a cocky might might be too much but his character is just fun and every time he's on screen it's funny and uh he's really good i guess that's i guess that's the best way i could describe it uh the only other the only other thing i can uh comment on like a funny scene that's the thing like this movie has a lot of scenes that i can remember in my head which i guess is a, a good thing because you want to have a movie that's a bit more memorable uh even if it's for reasons that are just funny and not because of the whole story uh c3po being a god <laughs> no, essentially being worshipped as a god yeah. if you if you want to that that was funny um the ewoks are adorable teddy bears that are also somehow deadly. They're taking on stormtroopers with laser rifles, with sticks and slingshots. Yeah, I, I can I can respect it. <laughs> I, I can respect that. Now imagine if they could deflect a laser with a slingshot. You Hell just pull yeah. it back, the rubber band back, it reflects the laser. Like, yeah, uh, that defies uh, everything. Uh, time. But sure. Pew. Pew. They make the little noise. Uh, but But yeah, so... The thing about episode six is I think it's like a good a good wrap up to the original trilogy. Um it's got a lot of scenes that I remember that are pretty funny. Um th that's kinda my feeling on it. So uh Yeah, I get you. What about you, Daniel? Well, uh like like you said, uh I think Return of the Jedi is probably the most badass out of the three. Mostly because they have um it has the most action scenes, mostly with the uh, scene between Luke and Vader there at the end. The cool lightsaber fight. It was it was so cool. But um, obviously, it's not my favorite. Like we said, my favorite's out of the trilogy, episode five. But um, it's still the coolest thing because um, we get to see 
Bader's face for the first time, which I thought was super, super cool. Because um, after the events of episode three, like at the very end where he they put on the mask and everything, we get to see how kind of that turned out after 20 years or however many years it is until... Um, like how it's healed, but not really. Until the Return of the Jedi. Yeah, kind of like that, but uh, mostly... Because, like, uh, I want to say episode four takes place 20 years after, and then, like, episode six is only, like, a couple more years after. But It's seeing... the 30 yet, episode six. Is it 30 years? Yeah, episode six after the Battle of Yavin. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh. Wait, okay. So from episodes four to six, it's 30 years? Or is it, like, uh, uh, three, three to six? Three to six is 30 okay. years. So it's about 10 years from four to six. Right? Roughly, yeah, okay. So I actually looked it up. So three years pass between the events of A New Hope and the Empire Strikes, by, uh, Strikes Back. Strikes the and, bike. Uh, Return there of... they go again. <laughs> Jeez, gosh. Um. So in total, uh, and then a year after the Empire Strikes Back to Return of the Jedi. So only four years pass. Okay. What? So That's not bad. So Luke. So Luke is nineteen in A New Hope, and He's a like he completes his Jedi training at at twenty three. Twenty three. So it's twenty three. Oh, so basically, That's... he got a college education. Good for him. So yeah, it's wow. twenty three years. Shoot. Okay. So That's it's like twenty. Cool. So it's twenty three years between episode three and six. And, <clears throat> but um, but overall, uh, I loved, I love how it was like Jamil said. It was kind of a wrap up for the story of uh episodes four through six it's a wrap-up for their story and i feel like it's an ending to the characters of and like characters and events of episodes one through three just because it um they they killed off obi-wan kenobi in episode four and they finally they spoiler (laughs) spoiler but uh wow he died amazing they then kill off kill off quote unquote we'll get to that episodes uh seven through eight uh episode or emperor palpatine they kill him off and then they kill vader off so they kind of kill off all the big villains and heroes of uh episodes one through three while just ending the story of episodes four through six like it it shows how luke evolved into a jedi and how he went to like build the school and all that that shows up in episode seven but overall it's a great ending to an amazing trilogy uh what about you austin what do you think of episode six so episode six is definitely my uh my next favorite like so original trilogy tier list okay let's go <laughs> let's get it uh we got we got we got uh empire strikes let's go strikes back s tier yeah. yeah all we right got we got Empire. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Return of the Jedi. We got that out of Empire Strikes Back. And then E tier. E tier. We got a new hope. <laughs> Wait, did you say C tier? No, e. Yes. Oh, I thought you said, said E. Oh, that's like the one the worst tier. No, then then we have then we have F tier, which is of course Rogue One. What? Oh no. Hey, Rogue, uh, Rogue I, I think I'm kidding. Good. I'm it kidding. wasn't. It wasn't my absolute favorite, but I actually really enjoyed it. It was a nice. Uh, I didn't see it. So one of my one of my favorite parts of the movie that I could definitely say is I I love the battle of the uh, of Endor. I liked seeing all the Ewoks going everywhere, and then you know C three PO becoming a god and telling the story. C three PO is uh, a god. My my Animal Crossing island is actually named Endor. Oh my god! Of course, and it I is. got it. Uh, I'm working on it so that like it shows like a bunch of uh, Empire stuff on it, like when the Empire oh, was over, taking over it. Is Austin gonna be C three PO? Austin is C three PO. What are you talking about? <laughs> I am. You are now. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> um. I so like just like how you said, Daniel. I think the movie did a really good job of having a feeling of everything's just wrapping up, like. So the whole thing with the Empire, you know, the Empire's falling, the Rebels are actually winning, you know, they have a whole strike team going into the uh, the Death Star to blow it up, Luke is taking care of the Emperor and Darth Vader, and one of my, my, I think one of my favorite parts of watching, it was really cool 
to see Luke become this badass Jedi. Like exactly from seeing him from you know the movie before where he's just like, man, I don't know if I could do this. Like this this whole Jedi thing is cool and all, but come back to me later. But now nah, he's like, now. <laughs> hey, bro, watch th- watch this force push. <laughs> hey, yo, watch this. <laughs> Haha, ha, look at this scrawny kid. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Hold hold my hold my blue milk. Blue milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hold but my I blue think milk. It was, uh, but one of the most important scenes that I really enjoyed that I enjoyed was watching Vader uh go to the like the light side of the force. Like he's like watching his son get electrocuted by his master, and he's like, nah uh, not having not not having that happening here, and just goes yeet over yeet side yeet yeet there's some down the shaft so just for some backstory because i know you guys were kind of talking about this so in empire strikes back uh strikes strikes back man i don't know why that's such a tongue twister for me (laughs) so in the The empire Empire the the empire bikes back (laughs) uh the emperor was portrayed by Clive Revel. Yeah, don't um, know who that is. He was he was the voice of the Emperor back in the day. Um, but the Emperor we know and love, uh, Ian McDiarmid, he actually was casted for the uh, Revenge of the Sith movie. And he's been in every movie ever since then. Wait, so he was casted in for Revenge of the Sith, but not for... Okay, um... excuse me. Wow, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, I was about to say... I just gotta say... throw myself off a freaking bridge, man. <laughs> now you gotta throw yourself off the Death Star Return floor of the space. Return of the Jedi! Oh my gosh! Austin's the excuse imposter. Me. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Jeez, when the imposter is sus. Uh... <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but no, Return of the Jedi. That's... Yeah. Oh, okay, um, actually, so when I said fact, earlier that I thought he might, like, the person you mentioned before, whatever his name was, uh, was yeah. in... Re- wow, I almost said Revenge of the Sith, too. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should just go back yes, to Revenge of the good. Sith. Okay, um, Return of the Jedi. So the original guy who played in The Empire Strikes Back was not cast for the third one. So no. what I said earlier was irrelevant. That That's yes. what I was trying to say. Okay. And actually, fun fact, George Lucas was actually going to name Return of the Jedi as Revenge of the Jedi. But uh, he didn't want to name name it it that. He he didn't want to name it that because Revenge isn't the the Jedi way. Yeah. I like that. So he named it. Yeah. Uh, And of course, we always have the biggest question. Is Anakin being a Force ghost? Homie was a Force ghost. But he was on the dark side of the force. But after yeah, doing so the... a little bit of research last night, uh, it was something along the lines of how if Anakin were to ever go back to the light, like the light side of the force, I guess Yoda was going to save him. From what I was understanding, interesting. Maybe very, I think was... we. I think so. Yeah, we kind of got into a little bit, but I, I I still don't know really know how, but I think it was really cool to watch, you know, Luke look over and seeing uh, a force ghost of Anakin and uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan. Um, and of course, I, uh, I always remember playing Lego Star Wars and always wanting to play the force ghost characters because they're nice. overpowered because enemies couldn't attack you. Hey, they didn't the see you. Characters. Oh, good. You can, I think yeah, you can I mean, also hey, cost Obi-Wan, over like what two million studs. You can also collect like Obi Wan didn't lie. I think. Yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're right. Yeah, you can collect like ghost studs, which is is basically just the regular money. But I think it was counted as like the silver pieces or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But it was cool. It was cool. I could be a ghost. Woo. I'm a woo. <laughs> Spooky, except it's. Sort of a reunion. Sweet. Okay, Ian. Uh, how about you, man? What did you think about uh, Return of the Jedi? I thought... Slash Revenge of the Sith. Sith. <laughs> what do you think about Revenge of the Sith? Huh. Revenge of the Sith! <laughs> well, it was phenomenal. Um, 
I loved it. It was really good. Not as much as um, I love the Empire Strikes Back, but I do love because it a lot. Because the Empire lost. Boo. 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 They should have taken over they even more. Go to more galaxies. It was impossible for them to lose. Anyway, um, seeing the Death Star 2, or if you want to get real nerdy and technical, AK, it's, t- it's technically Death Star 3, but I won't get into that. The scene no. Death Star 2 be blown up was freaking annoying. I hated it so much. I was like, dang. Did you want to blow up another Death Star? Really? I'll, I'll, I thought that, w- that rehash was a little bit lame. Like, really? Build like the death disc. <laughs> Give me a different <laughs> shape. <laughs> death disc. Like, death, disc. <laughs> death, death triangle. <laughs> Actually, death, that's a thing. Death, can we get the death um, hecahedron? The death triangle, the death no, triangle they just is a built... thing. It is um a <laughs> old Republic triangle. era a super weapon that actually absorbs stars and then uses the star oh my um, energy to destroy planets. AKA that was what Star Destroyer was and the uh, sequels. Anyway, that makes um, sense. Should have. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah, I was I was really bummed out seeing Death Star Two explode again. Like, they didn't even finish it. It was so freaking stupid. I was like, damn, bro, really? Um, I mean, what was gonna blow up two planets instead of one? <sighs> I know, right? Um, seeing the battle Endor was pretty cool. Uh, I was not very happy seeing my uh, fellow stormtroopers being beat up by little fuzzy stuffed animals with sticks. <laughs> Reflecting the blasters. (laughs) Haha, what are you gonna do? We got your quarter. Ow, ow. (laughs) If Jawas actually punched harder, (laughs) those are Ewoks, (laughs) essentially. Um, uh, And one of my favorite things uh, of seeing the Endor fight was with the scene where it's. Leia and Han Solo lead a little squadron to this door, and they open it up, and then the you have the whole bunch of stormtroopers, and they're like, "Oh shoot!" Oh, uh, in the front of the door, leading the uh, group on the side, uh, right, like right behind Leia, is Captain Rex from Star Wars: Clone Wars. Yes, sir. He's leading. He's 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 there on Endor. Helping out, I was like, "Holy cow, she that's that's Captain Rex! Holy crap, he's so old, but it's so cool to see him. He's like an old, old clone, he's still fighting. Like that's crazy. So mm. that made me feel a lot better. So uh, me feel a little, a little better. Uh, a lot better is is." Drastic, give me a, a little better because I'm still yeah, the, the one the, watching the Empire the lose Empire the everything. It was like, oh my gosh, why? How... Can we get like a game or a show just to watch the Empire be like, yeah, watch us be badass and take over everything? That's what the so Legends cool. is essentially. Well, isn't that just it's... Fallen Order? No, no, no. you win. No, yeah. you guys still win. Have you played Fallen Order? Not, well? I mean, yes, but. Y- I played enough of it to know that the Empire is ruthless. Yes, but they don't win. Yeah, they don't win, like, though. Yeah, I, that's, also... <laughs> that's not the point. You you said you wanted to see a show where the Empire just does badass things. Well, guess what? Um, not It's it. not badass when I'm force-pushing perch troopers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's pretty badass. <laughs> okay, listen, pal. <laughs> it's so cool, uh, though. Anywho, but yeah, um, that's that's what I got for for episode six. Really good. The OG trilogy is really good overall. Uh, I I definitely did enjoy watching all the old stuff. It was definitely like crazy. Just again with special effects and everything moving forward, progressively getting better. Um, especially for its time, it was just extraordinary. I think they did a really good job on it. Uh, so, yeah, props to the special effects. Lucasfilms did a really good job. Props to How them. would you guys compare it to the uh, prequels? That might be a tough question. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to compare them to the prequels because I feel like yeah. I don't like. I don't like Two comparing different times. I don't like comparing each of the uh, trilogies to each other because then it's just like. 
they're completely different. They're different stories, different like characters, different timelines. They're in their whole. They're in their whole realm. Exactly. Yeah. They're in their own. Realm. They're in their own little bubble. And yeah, each like uh, yeah. each trilogy has their own flavor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like yes. uh, the original is just vanilla. Uh, the prequels is uh, <laughs> chocolate with sprinkles, and uh, the sequels are pistachio with uh, almonds. But I thought you liked pistachio. I like I liked the sequels, and not a lot of people like pistachio though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, I also want to try pistachio ice cream. Pistachio oh, that's a good. Like that's that. a good one. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna wrap it up here uh, with a quote from Mark Hamill himself. He was nice yes, enough sir. to give us a quote. Thank you, so Thank you, Mark, Thank you Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Thank you, Luke Skywalker. Thank you, Luke Skywalker. I'm sure to rate you high on Yelp. You're always great. Um, But the quote is, Believe in yourself even when no one else will. That's a very... It's it's very short, sweet, straight to the point. Uh, It's It's fitting for his character. It's very fitting for his character. Yeah, definitely fitting for uh, the actor who plays Luke Skywalker. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Hamill. Once thank again, you, Mark Hamill. appreciate for it. everything. And thank you, George Lucas. For George Lucas, props to you, uh, man. Dude. Triggering, props to you. Making something still going on. For making like one of the most iconic pop culture franchises out there next to Pokemon. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if when you bring up pop culture, that's one of the first few things that comes to everyone's spot. Star Wars. Yeah. Is, is Star Wars. Star Wars and Pokemon Go. Not even Pokemon, oh, just Star Pokemon Wars Go. Go. <laughs> Specifically Pokemon Go. But, uh, but yeah, that's it for all. Um, it's time for us to sign off. Thank you for listening. Peace out, y'all. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. The Empire will return.